0: welcome to success in the evening i'm your host coach ricky terry founder and president of one Do north llc your professional mentoring company guys i'm telling you this is going to be a dynamic show today we got mr arthur t jones II and miss drew harrison these young and out front leaders are going to take us on an adventure that is going to be inspiring so get ready Get your pen, get your pad, get your recording devices. Remember to tell your friends and don't forget to subscribe and share. You're listening to the hottest show on the internet radio, Success in the Evening with Coach Ricky Terry.
1: Coach Day is 5 o'clock. <laughs>
2: Joining us and welcome to Success in the Evening with Coach Rick Terry. He'll be sharing great music and good discussions about topics that will take you to the next level. To join the discussion, call nlgradio.com on 202 299 6673 In the meantime, sit back and listen to our vibe as you cruise to your next destination.
3: All my lights in the mirror, picture. of you fresh out the shower So I might as well swing over to your place Mmm nah It's crowded And In LA, but I'll be there late if the traffic allows it Sit you down, I can show you around if you're about it now. But for you, I got something to prove, what do you say? What do you say? Uh, should we bring it right back? Honestly, it's better like that. I know we've been falling off no track. Bring it right back. I just let the time pass. We don't gotta take it too fast. Bring it right back. You don't gotta stay the night. I just wanna take the time. I know all the things you like. Maybe if the mood is right, we can bring it right back. Say, got the weed, we can sit by the beach if you wanna get faded. If that's not the vibe, yeah, it's cool, we can save it for later, yeah I just like the way it feels when you're around When you're around, now I know I'm not dating uh. Maybe soon by the way things go, we've been talking for ages Take it step by step, slow it down, we just need to be patient uh. If the love feels good and it's real, it won't I want No track. Bring it right back I just let the time out pass We don't gotta take it too fast Bring it right back You don't gotta stay the night I just wanna take the time Take the time. know all the things you like. Maybe if the world is fine, you can be
0: right. Welcome to NLG Radio and Success in the evening with coach ricky terry we're about to have a real good time because we got some young and out front leaders joining us today in the studio and if you want to be a part of the show give us a call at 202-299-6673 202-299-6673 success in the evening with Coach Ricky Terry. Man, I don't know about y'all, but the current temperature out there today is hot. It's just hot out there. Guys, check this out. We about to get down. We about to show up, get down. We got Mr. Arthur. Mm. Can we call you like um, the professor? I think we ought to call him like the professor.
4: I mean, I ain't go to school for nothing, you know.
0: Because <laughs> you, you, you've done a little bit of everything, brother. I'm, I'm, when I tell you, AJ, I'm so excited about you being up in here, it's going to be off the chain. I <laughs> we'll appreciate then, you having me. Yeah. And, it, well, you know, I was threatened. I was threatened. Oh, is that what it takes? <laughs> huh? That's what it takes. <laughs> hey, JJ, look. He got uh, people. Watch this. I'll mama's people. will do that. I'll yes. mama's will do that. He got people? That. He got people. Oh, his people called you. Yeah, his oh, people called me and yeah. said, have you heard about this young, hot, energetic, out-front leader that's doing things over at CBS? Now you got to stop. Whoa. You got to stop he, right there. He over there doing stuff at CBS. He don't want a marathon. The boy's <laughs> me <back. laughs> <laughs> So, guys, I want you to do me a favor, especially... All of my, my people on LinkedIn, I, I got people over on LinkedIn.
5: So you got people, Arthur got people.
0: I don't have people. I ain't people. got no people. I, just, you you ain't got got friends.
5: No, I ain't got no people. Man, he got people. I hey. got the dude at the barber shop. That's when it. When's the
0: last time you got a haircut?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: oh I didn't say we was close.
4: <laughs> of all people to talk about hair, we got <laughs> oh, Head, you. Head and Murphy over here. Uh-oh,
0: uh-oh, uh-oh. See, you're going to go there, huh? <laughs> you, just, you just think you just come in here and fit right in. Huh? <laughs> well, Jump guys, into the discussion. I don't know. Well, guys, I'm telling you, this is going to be a great show today. And if you are an up-and-coming leader, if you're thinking about getting into leadership, if you're thinking about making that next move to a higher level, you need to be a part of this show today because we got two fantastic, powerful, young and out-front leaders that are going to give you some tips. They're going to hold a little conversation about success and overcoming. They're going to talk about being in the boardroom. Not the mailroom, but working your way up through if you have to. So stick with us. As a matter of fact, I want you to stick, stay. Don't you dare go away. Hey guys, welcome back to Success in the Evening with Coach Ricky Terry on NLGradio.com. That's right, NLGradio.com. No matter how you like it, we got it. If you like your music down and dirty, we got (laughs) got it. If you like gospel in your music, we We got got it. it. You like your conversation off the chain, we We got got it. it. Over at NLGradio.com.
5: Darian! Yes. Did you know there was a game in D.C. tonight? There's nobody really playing. Everybody played played yesterday. You know that's just cold. Today man. is intramural night in Landover.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. You're talking about the Washington team that plays in Maryland? The, the, the Landover, the Landover, the Landover Skins. I, well, I call them the Landover uh, D.C. Oh, the Landover hey, D.C. By the way, I, I have a song that I made up last week.
6: Would, would you like to hear it? Okay. Here we go. Okay, hold on. We're not gonna lie about the origins of this song, though. This song is long in the making. This, yeah. this song is just we rely on this song we, so much. You ready? So. We, we love this song, y'all. Ready? was a duet. It, look, yes, if you know duet. it, if you know it, join, join in. <laughs> Sing it, along.
0: Hail
6: to the
0: cowboys. Hail victory.
1: Hail to the
7: cowboys. And forget about. Did <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wait
6: a minute, turn his mic on. What is he over there saying? Turn Greatness. What you say?
4: Y'all can't mess up a true great classic legend. A minute, that's that's, a, that's a the song. But you do understand <laughs> we sold you the
0: rights to that song, so we wrote it, right?
5: You do know this, right? Mm-hmm. Of of yours not. <laughs> they, they, they look, look, look at him. You know he don't know that. Oh, never, su-
0: ne- you know never, so Well, I did. His birthday coming up. He'll be a whole twenty. What? Don't tell nobody. Don't, don't, don't he, twenty anything. Will just take you out of it. He, he don't have no history, bruh. Oh, keep,
4: keep my mic on. I might have to he interject don't, okay. next don't, time. Okay. don't know. Here's
0: something that's gonna shut it down. What about them Cowboys? What about them, bruh? Man, Today, o- three and o. Three and o. And three. three you know what they out there saying? They out there saying. Well, they played Miami. Last time I checked, Miami was an NFL team. And they right? get an NFL check, bro. They get
5: say it again. They get an NFL check.
0: And they're
6: well, asking for NFL trades right now. <laughs> 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 Ain't that some madness, they,
0: man? They might
5: be looking to trade themselves out of Miami the way
0: yeah. they act. I think I think some people about ready. They, the paper bags are showing up again in Miami already. Yeah. yeah, game three. Game three. Hey, but I gotta tell you something. You remember we had a guest on last week, uh, Mr. Jeff Smith out of California, a yeah. transplant.
5: You know what I meant to? I meant this give Jeff props too, because he did called. He call,
0: it. Did he call that thing to he the letter it. or what? He called it. Jeff said, uh, "I think it'll be next week. Eli'll be on the bench, mm-hmm. and you know, the team's gonna move forward, and the Giants." I got to say, they they they
6: showed some reserves. some reserve in the front office. office. No, no, here's what I think. I think somebody from their front office was listening in. I think that might be what <laughs> so That sounds like a good idea. They were just like, you know what? Uh, he <laughs> might, he <laughs> might be <laughs> on this <laughs> hey, hey, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm team Eli for all
0: I can be, you know, being a, being a Cowboys <laughs> fan. I'm team. Eli, I, I, I'm with you, man. I think they did you wrong. But that ain't the story. Y'all doing a legend dirty right now. <laughs> I, I know. I'm with Eli. I'm riding with Eli because
4: not I, one but two Super Bowls against the best and, team and of the
0: generation. This. And watch this. As we were reminded last week by Mr. Jeff Smith, and two-time MVP of those, of super, those Bowls. super Bowls. And mm-hmm. Mr. DuPaul. what was your rebuttal to that one?
5: The I, helmet? I'm giving I'm giving him credit for one late game drives in both of them. But that right. that 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 helmet that helmet grab with the super glue. <laughs> They Come still on, had to go on and score after it, that? I, they did. They had to go on and score, but that was a fourth down play, wasn't it? it wasn't that a fourth down play? I believe so. I can't so, be 100% it, sure. But you like, want to so take it, away from the
4: scramble? No, no, no.
8: no the catch
4: is the lucky part. Hold oh, on. It's a... It's a two-part event. So scrambles aren't lucky anymore. It's, it's a two-part no. event. That is that no, no, it's not. It's not we, lucky. What,
6: no, is, not that? At all. what is, is that? A collapsed pocket. No. I mean, the there are drills you that you do, There are
4: scramble drills that you, are you are do running. in See, order to get out of that situation. See, that's no, when you're. No, a which no, is what he big. did in crunch time in the biggest game of. Anyone's career. I'm now, gonna, I'm hold on, see now, to, I'm confused. To, look, no, he,
5: he's right. I'm going to have to be on Arthur's side because right. some of the some of the greatest quarterbacks in history that that scramble thing. Fran, he's not even a mobile quarterback. And I think I Fran, Tar- now I'll tell you, I think Fran Tarkenton, which is probably before all y'all, all unfortunately, uh, he, he, he started it. Him and Kenny the Snake Stabler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they, it. they were they were scramblers before it was called scramble. Yeah, it was just <laughs> run for your life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It was hey. It was. he's in trouble, and he's running. Hey, I got Dr.
0: Penny is down in uh, Southern Virginia. Mm-hmm. She's listening, and she is a major Pittsburgh fan. Mm-hmm. I wonder oh. how she's feeling right now.
5: Sad. I mean, Sad. Dr. I, Penny. I, I have a, a serious Pittsburgh fan in, in my circle, and he won't even answer the phone. You got a lot of people who don't answer your calls, man. <laughs> <laughs> but they really not answer it now.
0: Hey, guys, you're listening to Success in the Evening. We're getting ready to turn this thing on. We're going to take one song. We'll be right back. And I want you guys to meet my first guest, Mr. Arthur mm-hmm. Jones the second. Thank <laughs> Welcome back to Success in the Evening with your host, Coach Ricky Terry. Arthur, welcome to the show, my brother. How you doing, man?
4: Appreciate that, Coach. Pretty Ricky. There we go. (laughs) There we go. Right. But but not for real. For real. For real. For real. No no. no. I've done several. I've done several appearances on radio, podcasts, talk shows like this. Bar none, easy, best playlist. Best playlist I've ever been around. <laughs> ever been around? Hey, I mean, y'all put on the Alicia Keys and a little bit of throwback Michael. Okay. Okay. You, you got me have, in the right place. You,
0: you got to do some more making up. You start calling me by that name, though. you got. <laughs> I'm gonna talk to your mama now. Uh Uh oh. Hey, don't bring her uh-oh. into this. No, 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 you no, no. Not today. Again, not today. Not today. They
6: said don't be talking about my mama. Not uh-huh. today.
0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's a family want, affair. <laughs> that's right. We want to thank you for joining Success in the evening with Coach Ricky Terry. I got members of the flight crew here with me. Joshua, JT, the super producer. How
6: you doing? Uh, I'm, Tell the truth. I... Tell the truth, y'all. I'm fighting sickness. I'm losing too. I'm losing bad. <laughs> I stepped in the ring with the Mike Tyson of the cold, and I ain't, yeah. I ain't winning. But, but like a good soldier, he you bite your
0: didn't boy is a long man. <laughs> I don't know nothing about that. No. <laughs> I don't know, man. He's all over sports now. I got to give him that. I know.
4: I know. Shop kid. I shop, we shop, him shop, shop.
0: Mr. DePaul.
5: Yes, Darryl. sir. How yes, sir. Doing, Everything man? is wonderful on this end, man. We kind of crowded in here today. It's man, nice. Man. To
0: it's you nice. Know what ain't tra- no elbow room. But ain't no elbow room. None, but I'm digging it. I'm digging yeah, it. It's getting better and better and better. And when I tell you this young brother ain't sitting in the chair by accident, you hear me? He <laughs> is not sitting in this chair By accident he's here because he worked his way and you you guys have heard me say for a long time don't give up don't give in and don't give out you don't have that much farther to go and this young brother Arthur Arthur T Jones I like saying that
4: (laughs) the second the artist the artist formerly known as AJ 2 go Mm -hmm. go man
0: go so won't you tell us a little bit about yourself and then we're gonna get into some tips and 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 uh, some how-tos and why to information for young and up-and-coming leaders who wanna be like yourself and our other guests who's in here. We're gonna introduce them in a short minute here or two. Won't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, what you do, what your social security number is, if you want to, and bank account, if you got it.
4: Okay. <laughs> okay. Anything else on the request list? No, I know uh, your mama's meeting oh, um, <laughs> that. Look,
6: look, the CV, the CVV number that's on the back, too. Yeah, we need <laughs> uh, <laughs> anything <laughs> else we
5: need. No, no, that's it. That's it. I got a picture of him earlier. Oh, oh your me.
6: billing address. Well, <laughs> well, well,
4: well, well, on my new card, I'm broke. <laughs> I'm, I'm broke. So if y'all want that, go have at it. it ain't nothing on it. You, you ain't broke. You got a cash flow. No it's nothing on there. <laughs> I got a check-ins and a savings, but I don't check my savings. So, oh, you, good. you know? Good. Um, yeah, I'm just a, a young brother from, from D.C., and uh, I grew up here. Um, played a lot of sports growing up, and was fortunate enough to uh, go on to college, and I played football at Indiana University. I'm a Hoosier, Big Ten, you know, back-to-back bowl games in 2015, 2016. In my past life. Um, I was a, a walk-on cornerback there. And uh, I majored in broadcast journalism at Indiana University. Uh, I graduated in 2016. And uh, for the last two years or so, I uh, have been fortunate enough to be working at CBS National News right here in DC, working at the network. I work for CBS This Morning. I'm an associate producer working on any political and and national stories pertaining to uh, the Washington DC area. And uh, I also started a podcast uh, two years ago, uh, which is on Apple, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher, entitled Max Out Time with AJ Two. Uh, you're looking at him right here. This is AJ Two, or you're listening to him. And every week or so, I do a wide ranging set of interviews with, you know, people from best selling authors to professional football players, um, to, you know, really anybody. It just depends on the subject matter that we're we're going to dive into for that week. So conversations on a wide variety of topics, catch me on iTunes. New episodes coming very, very soon. So that, that's me in a nutshell. I use sports. I use the this, this game of football and, and life to lead me into the industries that I'm in right now, and I'm continuing to do that within the, the sector of broadcasting. Well, let's talk about how you
0: got there, brother, because I've had the, the, the privilege of, of being a viewer, and an admirer of yours, and I dare say a cheerleader. Uh, it no, seriously, mm-hmm. um, skirting everything. <laughs> it, it it does it does my heart good though when when I see young professional males out there doing their thing, um, and I'm not gonna black male. I was gonna say, and I'm not gonna hide the fact that we're talking about a young African American male uh, who, for many of us, have been told we're not good enough. Wow, yeah. and and so, for you to be a lighthouse, a beacon of light for, um, for the community, and I know your work, I know your sister's work, I know I know of your mother's work, and I know the type of people you are. Let me just first say, it is an absolute pleasure that you you cut away from some time to come be a part of success in the evening, uh, hang out with me and the flight crew, and I just really want to welcome you and I want to thank you. And before you offend me any farther, I want to give you an invitation <laughs> to come love. back. All love, <laughs> all love. Like, like I said, save that after. This. Like, like I said
4: before, it's a family affair. We cracking jokes, and I really appreciate you giving me the platform, like we spoke about, um, and 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 using your platform to to um, put success out in the air because success is not something that that black men are told that they can attain that's right as a young as young individuals in any industry really. And now they they see a Russell Westbrook and the NBA players and the, the football players and they see the rappers mm-hmm. in that limelight. But there are a multitude of industries and sectors in which black men can obtain success. And I'm just here to tell you you can do it in any industry that, that you see fit. Say it again because
0: one of the things that, that really bothers me is unfortunately our young people have been conditioned to look at athletes and entertainers and even some politicians as the only target audience to look for to go for and i'm here to tell everyone there are success stories within your own family Mm -hmm. and sometimes you've got to start there And work your way up and and I I want to know for you when you started your journey uh, And I know a little bit of the story So i'm trying to figure out how to bring you in bring the audience if you will into the story When
4: did your sports journey start for you and where? If we're if we're going to talk about it in terms of People within your family within your community. I mean it started way longer before I was even born Uh, my my grandfather on my mother's side uh, was an offensive lineman at Morgan State back in the 50s. He was one of the first African-Americans taken from an HBCU to be drafted into the NFL in the 50s. Um, so it would start there with a Hall of Fame athlete in my, in my blood. Um, then it goes down to uh, my dad also played football in college. And so everyone around me really had a, a sports background, if you will. And I just followed that. And as a young kid growing up in these areas, once you get to six, seven, eight years old, I was playing everything from from T-ball to basketball to football, gymnastics, doing everything that a young kid should be doing on the weekends. And um, at one point it clicked that I was pretty good and wanted to continue on with it. So it started generations ago uh, with my ancestors. There you go. So... You grew up in this area. Where'd you go to high school? I attended St. Albans School, uh, which is an all-boys uh, prep private school uh, in Washington, D.C. It's on the grounds of the, the Washington National Cathedral. Wow. Um, and the reason being, I went there not only because it was in D.C., it was close to home. It was one of the best private schools, you know, in D.C. I was uh, a member of the Washington National Cathedral Choir for Men and Boys. Oh, you can sing? I in a, in a past life I was about it, <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> go away <laughs> it doesn't I'm go wondering, away I'm wondering
5: if we get a little Luther I know you go, got a little, little Luther
7: wait wait no 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 let it, let it. Not we
5: gonna we go, we go, we go have him come back in with something okay. Okay. come on come on the, we go. the, the, the go register might,
4: go, might not go that's alright that's alright go ahead but we 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 we, we going to nah, you know, it come back. We're I got come back today, bro. He's coming back today. Don't, don't, let, me don't <laughs> let me get the water in him. Don't let me get the water in
0: him. You ain't got no hot tea, do you? So, <laughs> how, how important was, as you see it now looking back, how important was sports in your
4: development, especially where leadership and, and the confidence is concerned? I mean, it was crucially important. And I think, you know, I play from seven years old to 18, you know, interscholastically and and rec leagues and everything. But it didn't really hit me how important sports could be in, in general for a person until I got to college. Mm. I mean, because I mean, division one football and basketball, especially are full-time jobs. So when you're doing something 24 seven year round for four years and you make that a part of uh, such a huge part of your life, It'll teach you so many life lessons, and, and you're going to be able to be faced with obstacles and situations that you got to really fight through. Would you encourage parents to put their kids in sports? Absolutely. Okay. Abs- I don't care. I don't care what it is. I mean, it does not matter what the sport is. You, you place your child in an environment where, one, they can either go one of two ways, thrive or sink. Mm-hmm. But the, but the best part about that is, is, if you do sink, it's what you do afterwards. And we had this conversation well, before. Well, I was, I was going to bring that up. You were Captain America in high school.
0: And no. you know it. I know. Did you did you play football? I played football. What other sports did you play? I played basketball. I ran track. You, wait a minute. You ran track. Yes. You played football. Yes. And basketball. And basketball. And basketball. And how many of those were you the captain of? Were you ever the captain of any team? All of them. Wait a minute. You
5: want why? Why we we always gotta beat people up for them to shine their light? I don't know. I I don't understand. Why do people have to come to success in the afternoon and then we gotta slap them around? This, hey, is hey, D, show, D, this is what the show this is what the show is all about. D, I, I'm D just, I'm anything
0: saying this. you say can and will but, like, be used but this, but against you. But this
5: gets on my nerves, Rick. I can't No,
4: But D, our techniques cannot be put out there to everybody. This
5: show is success in the afternoon.
4: But but that success not in and be humble. That success wouldn't would not have come with like like you said, captaining of of teams. I played team sports. Right. So the team around me, coaching staff, everyone is what made that success come to light. I got not you. Me. I got you. And, but what, what Brother DePaul is saying is absolutely true.
0: I can see walking onto the football team and exerting your will and and being captain, not just, I want to ride the bus, I'm going to drive the damn bus. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to put it out there. Wait, Bernie if, said, I wrote the damn bill. Yeah, I A lot wrote of the that. damn it Bernie said, I wrote the that. damn <laughs> bill.
5: See, Bernie stepped up. I like that.
0: I like that. So what I'm saying is, where did that drive come from that you played you know, at the highest level in high school, and you were captain of two, if not three, of those teams,
4: where did that drive come from? Man. Yeah, airtime costs money. That's a no, that's a good question, though. <laughs> where did the drive come from for me to just have that weight on my shoulders? For me personally, you know, it came from my parents, and reason reason being is because my parents put us my sister and i in so many activities when we were younger Mm. there was never there was never a dull moment right so we were doing everything from dance to choir to football to basketball to soccer to baseball everything on the weekend so when i got to uh st albans and they were like look you got to play three different sports and, and that's in our curriculum you know i really took that to heart i was like okay Okay, so I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna stay sing in the choir. I'm gonna do it all at one time because I've always been someone about being multifaceted or multidimensional, and then I'm I'm even that way still.
6: You know, I always am, am on the the next phase, the next task. Well, I was gonna ask, uh, you know, from a leadership perspective, what is it like to, or how do you, you know, gather that many people around you and say this is what our common goal should be, regardless of, you know, there's always one person on the team that they don't always give that effort because they're lazy or they don't want to be on the team or they just feel like, I got it like that, so I'm always, you know, give half. How do, you, how do you get those type of people to, you know, give 110% to this one goal?
4: Well, I mean, there's two answers to that question. Whether you see it or not within your teams, not you specifically, but anybody, everybody, everybody goes off of example. So if you lead by example, everyone sees that because you're leading by what? Example. So if you're the captain, if you're the person who's driving the boat like Coach Ricky Terry said, they will see that example. But if you gotta come to them one-to-one, every person, every individual is different. Right? Some people take a stern yelling, right? Because you know you gotta get to them here. You gotta get to them. If you're not yelling at them, they don't think you're mad they don't think that, you know, that there's anything wrong. There's other people you gotta take a step aside and say, listen, like we really need you. We really need you in order for us to get from mm-hmm. A to B, okay? Mm-hmm. So there's different ways of leading. Sometimes it's not vocal. You got to lead by example first. Why would I listen to you if you're not doing what you are doing? Come on. Correctly. Man. Come on. And come It's on. Diff- it's it's different ways and different levels and different teams. Basketball teams might handle things different from football teams. They kind of have to, right? So it's all based on the situation, but always lead by
6: example and do your part. And coach, I wanted to ask you taking what uh, AJ just said How do you, how do you transfer that to the business side of the world? Well,
0: you know what? I think that's really interesting uh, because you got to take that aggressive uh, approach with a controlled um, thought process and understand that they're going to be the same hurdles you face in sports or whether you're in the glee club or the debate team, those same hurdles that you face there, you're going to face them in what you do in your, in your occupation. And what I heard AJ say is the more you invest uh, in people early, the, the better they're prepared later in their personal lives to overcome some of those challenges. I know for me, uh, going into business was rather easy because I had already had the experience growing up unlike some people I knew in my professional, they had never been challenged. Everything was a cakewalk. They had never have, to, you know, they got a trophy for participation. And, and and I, you know, if you're listening and it offends you that your child or, or your adult child gets a trophy for participation, but not going all out. Yes, I'm gonna step on some toes.
4: You're not doing that child any favors when they get to corporate America. Would you agree? What I, what I would say to piggyback off of that is your lived experiences are what makes you a better person in that industry. <clears throat> so for me, for example, going from a team sport four years, twenty four seven, everyday grind, a hundred other guys are depending on me every single second step of the way. The 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 best life lessons in my opinion you can you can learn are from the game of football. Period. I don't I don't think there's any there's any discussion or debate about it. Now there's other sports to do that as well, but I think football is the best because just the amount of bodies and the amount of people and the work that it takes to play that game at the highest level. Mm-hmm. Then secondly, once I got out of that industry and turned off the, that athlete sort of 24-7 grind, the mentality of an athlete still stayed with me because mm-hmm. I work in a newsroom. I work on a show. These are all team atmospheres. When you're applying for jobs, especially in the news, you got to be a team player. My lived experience of playing sports for 17 years or however long it was really prepared me for what I do. And that doesn't have anything to do with the things that I write every day at night or whatever I'm doing at work. It's all about those intangibles that sports
6: helped me in my lived experiences prior to that. And so now this is for, you know, Mr. DePaul, you can join in too if you, uh, if you would please. Um, how do you take all that and then knowing with that pressure on you, you know, continuously drive forward and find that within yourself? And, you know, how do you lead, you know, how do you lead yourself through these times? Is that, who's that for? This is for everybody at the table. D,
5: you want to take that one? Well, one of the things that that you have to really take into consideration is that you are both supporting yourself and you're supporting others. Um, When you you have to, you know, one of the things that um, uh, AJ said was, that you have to contribute to the team, both as an example and as a player. And that's, that's one of the things in business that sometimes it's hard to get across to people, is that your participation, your, your contribution is as important as the CEOs, sometimes more. And so one of the things that, that has to happen is that if you are in middle management, one of the things that, you know, as, a, as somebody with middle management experience is, that you are in a position where you have to represent basically both sides. You have to represent management, you have to represent um, labor, and in doing that, you have to make sure that both organizations see the importance of the other organization. So you have to continually be a coach. You also have to continually be a player. So those two things are important in making sure that the message is always out there that you have to contribute. And so that, I mean, that's one of the things that you have to as a, that's that's a sports analogy that I think transfers to to business um, and and regular society. Well, I'm
0: gonna add to that. One of the uh, things I teach in my leadership class and when I speak at different places is from my 11 principles of leadership. And it says, seek responsibility and take responsibility for your actions. I'm working with a high school football team up in, um, uh, where am I, Howard County, at Long Reach High School, and shout out to them. Um, In identifying leaders, what I always look for are those who are first seeking to, to be in leadership, and then I look to see, are they accountable for their actions, and are they willing to be accountable for the actions of others? A lot of people want to be in charge. A lot of people want to say, I'm the captain, but nobody wants to say I'm responsible. And in today's world, unfortunately, in leadership, whether it's in the boardroom or whether it's on the athletic field, and unfortunately, whether it's in the house, there are some people in charge that aren't living an in-charge life. And as you said about in the newsroom, the audience knows when the news is fake, right? You said that. I, I got a question for you. Let's let's I tell you what, we're gonna hold this question until we come back. I, I'd like to take a quick music break, if it's possible, super producer. And when we come back, I got a real question for you about what happens when the dream falls apart. That's for you, AJ. When we come back, what happens when the dream falls apart? You're back with success in the evening and Coach Ricky Terry. We got AJ Arthur T. Jones the second in the building with us, and I feel like we just don't have enough time. So before we go any farther, I need to get your agreement that we're gonna have you either join me on FaceTime Live, we do one on the weekends, or we're gonna bring you back in here. I just need your agreement. Can we get you on one of those two? Twofold. We can do it. Twofold that. Well, real quick, because so far through high school, it's been a dream come true, and I know you got to get out of here. What was it like when the dream start to unravel? Because you are the captain. You gotten scouts looking at you from from college teams. Tell us what happens after high school.
4: Well, it's, it's it's twofold. So in high school, like like Coach Rick already said, I was the captain of the team, all conference. You know, four year starter. You know had the accolades but when it came down to college recruitment i never was offered that full scholarship that every single athlete who's dreaming of playing at the next level or beyond uh, wants. so i had to immediately regroup Mm. and and it's something that i also learned in college and you'll learn this through life whenever life knocks you down immediately 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 get back up um, you know, my coaches would say that in college, like, get up off the ground. Get up. Don't don't ever lay on the ground. Don't, don't stay there. As an athlete, as a man, as a person, don't ever stay on the ground. So the first thing I had to do was, look, I'm going to college. I just don't have a full football scholarship. Okay. That's but a you hurdle. you knew you were going to college. That's a hurdle. Right? I'm right. going to college. I'm going to get in. I'm going to regroup. Right? So I told myself, and we talked about this, that I was going to go and play wherever they gave me an opportunity to go and play. And so let me jump in there. So you don't get a scholarship. I don't get a scholarship. In
0: that raw moment that you worked years for and you knew you were good enough because of all the accolades, what was the raw moment of that like for you? Tears. Did you say tears? Yeah. Because you, you, you put the blood, sweat, and tears into it and you yeah. didn't get out of it. Different kind want.
4: of tears now, yeah.
0: So you fall into that category of what I talk about again in in my leadership camp. Don't give up, don't give in, and don't give out because you really don't have that much farther to go. Yeah. Once you finish crying and you wipe the snot off, <laughs> and you and you 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 looked at what you had, you already knew you were going to college. I did. And then you said, once I get there, somebody gonna take me.
4: Where did you end up in school? Where did you go? So I ended up at Indiana University through a, a scholarship an academic scholarship that I won um, that's given by former owners and, and editors of the Washington Post, and they give a scholarship every year in honor of uh, a deceased journalist and editor at the Post. Um, his name is Herbert H. Denton, Jr., and uh, every year they give it to one student from an area high school uh, based off of academic merit, character, and, and, and nonfiction writing abilities. Uh, so I had to write a story and did an interview process with them, and they were ge- they gave me, and I was fortunate enough to win a pretty pretty hefty scholarship that paid for my um, college education. Uh, at that point, I decided to go to Indiana University, just based off of wanting a, a second chance, wanting to, to take a leap of faith, and uh, discovering a different part of the world. And then on, on top of that, I mean, the Big Ten program, every week we play against you know the best teams in the country. Two thousand fourteen, the first time first team I played against was Ohio State. They won the national championship that year. Wow. Right. So, so that, you, you those were, opportunities on, were there from the outset.
0: Wait a minute. You took your setback and, and, and I got a good friend who's gonna be on the show in October. And if I haven't told you guys stand by for some really great news uh from Dr. Willie Jolly but he constantly says a setback is a setup for a comeback. Mm-hmm. Major comeback major so comeback. When you didn't get recruited But yet, you still had the skill set to compete at a different level for a different prize that was going to get you to your ultimate prize. Absolutely. What was the raw emotion in
4: that when you suited up for the first game? Man, the emotions that run through your mind when you're told repeatedly that you cannot do something. And and hungry is like a a really cliche word, but there literally is that feeling in your stomach that you know you belong, but these doors have been closed. So, literally, when I kicked open the door Come multiple on, times, multiple times, that feeling of actually like rejoicing at the end, I mean, greatest achievement of my life. Well, I want to say to every young person,
0: whether you're talking sports or whether you're trying to get that promotion, listen to me. What makes the really great leaders great? I want you to write this down, and, and I mean this. I don't care how old you are or what you're doing. What makes the really great leaders great is their ability to bounce back. You've got to have that bounce-back ability because there's going to always be something coming at you. Mm-hmm. Question, because I know you got to yes, run. Sir. CBS is calling. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're calling. Question for you. Mm-hmm. What would you say is the importance of having a coach slash mentor
4: mm-hmm. in your professional life? In my professional life? I've been told many things in my professional life when it comes to mentorship, Um, but I I think finding people who are open enough and close enough to you to give you raw feedback in times that you really need it and advice and guidance is probably one of the biggest factors in moving forward and upward advancement in your professional life. The best thing you can ask a mentor is be honest with me. Mm. You ask a mentor, be honest with me. They will give you that raw, real deal feedback that you're looking for in whatever industry it is. Whether you're a pro athlete and you play cornerback and you're looking at Deion Sanders and he's being really honest with you. You got to right? take it. Or you're a young, up and coming doctor and you go to the surgeon who's done millions of surgeries and you're like, be honest with me. How can I get to the point that you're at right now? I mean, that's the number one question you should be asking your mentors. The, the other thing with that is mentorship is so crucial because you can make anybody a mentor. You can have millions of mentors. The more you have and the more that are willing to go there with you and give everything to you like you were their son or like you were, um, you know, a part of their family is just so important and so influential because they have those lived experiences, the events in their life, whether they're 50, 60, 70 years old, those 40 years of events and and experiences is something that you can take from and learn from. So always, always know the potential outcomes of mentorship. I'm gonna squeeze every second out of this. So how
0: does one who is in a position right now, that they've suffered a severe disappointment. They, they're going through a severe, whatever you want to call it, downer because they didn't get what they want. How do they regroup, which is what you said, and then how do they continue to move forward? Because we have some great people who are, they're not, they haven't given up, they're just stuck. Before you leave,
4: can you give them some advice to help them get unstuck? It's, a, it's, it's about your foundation it's about it's really about your foundation and your support system. The people around you will never let you fail if they're really about you. Come on man, it takes The a day. people the people around you will never let you you fail if they are part of your foundation. Whether that's parents, coaches, mentors like we've talked about or friends or teachers. Those people will never let you fail. Antonio Brown should not fail. He should not be out of the NFL because there should have been one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight—a thousand people telling him, "Look, look." He didn't o- have a OJ said leaves. it on Twitter. He should. He he said I should have sent Antonio Brown that text because I've been there before. OJ should have sent the, sent him that text instead of putting it on Twitter and looking like a fool. Yeah, like he does. <laughs> but there should have been there should have been a coach, a, and and I'm and Mike Tomlin might be this person, but they fell out. There, there's got to be those people in your foundation and your support system. That say you ain't you ain't going back. But let's, this let's man, this on. man did not have division one scholarship or anything like that, and he became the greatest receiver in the game right now. And now he's done because there's no one around say you gotta stop.
0: And I want to say something because I recently had a group of men tell me that there's nothing you can do for somebody that don't don't want to help. And I'm gonna tell you, I'm a former United States drill instructor. I don't believe that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't believe that that we have to abandon, especially our youth, our our youth of
4: color. Uh, our young our young black men and women.
6: I'm trying
4: to, okay. It, it doesn't matter. He's I not a boy you, no more. He's no, an adult. Good, but he's, a he's a still got woman. it. Right. Yeah.
5: Can, I, can I be the contrary in here? Because, I mean, usually I don't. But y- you fired people. I fired people. She's going to fire people. I'm just saying, at some point, you have to you have reached somebody that that is not where they're supposed to be. Well,
0: you let, can't let, let help me be honest. That
5: person be I'm, I'm where they're you. be. You give gonna,
0: them the help first. I'm going to stop you. But you I give have, them the help first. Hold on, guys. I'm going to stop you. I have um, had to hold conversations with individuals, and I it with them that at this time, my team is not a good fit for you, and I'm going to help you get to where I think you can develop. Firing someone does not mean breaking their spirit. And although my guest, Arthur Jones, Arthur T. Jones, the second, what is it? The second, okay, who's two. been on ESPN's Undefeated. He's in CBS this morning. He's been on in the Sojourner Magazine. Sojourner, yeah. you, Sojourner's Magazine. You've been in the Afro. You know, there's one thing every, um, how do I say this? Because some people going to get mad at me. Everybody want to know what your status is in terms of your availability so for, go, for going out on the town. That's all I'm going to say because I got a couple of emails when they saw your bio. They want to know if anybody if anybody is taking you off the market yet. That's the best way I can ask the question. Guys, the email came in.
4: I'm going to just put it like this. It goes down in the DMs. <laughs> your mama going to get you. <laughs> Guys,
0: down. guys, you have been listening to my guest, someone I've had the privilege of of just watching uh, masterfully maneuver his career. And I'm predicting big and no, better things for you. And please, please give your mother, your father, your sister my love. And uh, if one due north and success in the afternoon can ever do anything for you, man, I'm right here. You hear I, me?
4: I'm I right ap- here. I appreciate you having me on. Um, I appreciate you giving me the platform. And again, I, I appreciate you doing this show because success in our community needs to be uplifted and preached every day. So if you got to make this a daily a daily show, if we got to make this a cable network where they don't never stop, let's do it. Because success should never stop in our communities.
0: I agree with you. Okay? And, and I received that. I know you got to leave. I, I almost hate to see you leave. But guess what, man? we got somebody you grew up with somebody that, that y'all, y- y'all y'all played in the sand y'all played in the sand together uh, you know she she is successful in her own right and i know you're leaving us in more than capable hands so we're going to take a quick break and when we come back we're going to introduce you to a very special young lady brother Thank you again. Take it to the course. Oh, oh, we're going to take this thing to the full course, man. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm going to tell you, this brother is bad. Y'all, where can they find you on
4: podcast? Tell them one more time. Uh, so it's Max Out Time with AJ2. Uh, that's the website. That's the name of the podcast, SoundCloud, iTunes. Just put it in Google. You'll find it. Um, new episodes coming very, very soon. So be on the lookout, please, please. And if they want to see you live and in living color, is there any place they can look at your pretty brown skin? Where can,
0: where can they look? Look at you!
7: What you doing over there, man? <laughs>
4: Like Tom Joyner, I gotta, I gotta face for radio. So. <laughs> but can so.
0: they find you on TV yet? Is it where can they find you on TV right now? No, I don't
4: have any TV appearances. But when I do, I'll, okay. I'll let every, i put everyone on notice. I'll okay. Well, on we,
0: on we want again. I almost hate to end this thing, man. I know you gotta go, guys. We're gonna take a quick break, Thank you. and we'll be right back.
2: Thank you for joining us, and welcome to Success in the Evening with Coach Rick Terry. He'll be sharing great music and good discussions about topics that will take you to the next level. To join the discussion, call nlgradio.com on 202-299-6673. In the meantime, sit back and listen to our vibe as you cruise to your next destination.
6: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Success in the Evening with Coach Terry. Uh, Call-in number is 202-299-6673. Please give us a call and join in on the conversation anytime you like. Uh, Speak with Coach Terry personally or speak with our next guest, who is Drew Harrison, a 2016 graduate of Hampton University. She received her bachelor's degree of science uh, from Hampton School of Business, where she studied business management. Her interest in business was piqued when, as a young teenager, she operated her own small business, Cakes by Drew. Drew was recruited and hired by a a federal contractor during her senior year at Hampton University. She has been employed with the company for the past three years and has received two promotions. She is currently a technology consultant in the company's flagship office in Northern Virginia, leading a team of three in the program management operations division. A foodie, Drew is also an up-and-coming food blogger. But above all else, Drew Harrison is my big sister, y'all. That's my big sister. And I'm just so happy to have her on the show today. Um, Coach, you you had something? I do. This
0: has got to be, and it's going to get better, trust me. This has got to be one of the proud moments in my life that, uh, two of my kids are on air with me live. And guys, I want to tell you in full disclosure, I'm so proud. It don't make no sense. Baby girl, welcome to the show.
9: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: You you wouldn't be here if you weren't good. And, (laughs) And you know that. And so you are good and we want to welcome you to I'm success. better than good that's right what, what did Hampton <laughs> say you notice I'm wearing my Hampton <laughs> shirt today right yes well, we
9: are the standard of excellence come
0: on girl what <laughs> <laughs> they say down there good better best never let it rest until your good is better
9: and your better is best
0: that is my baby girl guys I want to welcome you to the show Drew you sat in you and AJ kind of grew up together in that same circle and so you sat here and listen to AJ and Yes,
9: there. he was so good.
0: Ooh. Yeah, Both of y'all. Y'all just dangerous. And and here's what's funny. His sister, who we trying to get in here, she better than him. Mm. We call we call her uh because, you know, she hang out with the Obamas, so you know, <laughs> we, we can't wait to get her in here. To, maybe she'll drop some secrets. How are you doing, baby?
9: I'm good. I'm good. It's Monday. You,
0: you, that big old smile on your face. <laughs> what'd you say? And you know what we say here, Darren. What is it? We're making Monday your new, your new favorite day. That's right. We're making Monday your new favorite day. So, Drew, one of the things that I want to talk about with you, because I've just had a front row seat. In watching you chart and navigate your success. Girl, in a, in, a, in a brief statement, how'd you do it?
9: Well, it all started, I wanna say, based on when I was at home. I grew up in a great, great household with supporting family, parents, not just parents, fam- family members, their friends and I was able to go attend the illustrious Hampton University which is an HBCU that really helped flourish myself my career um, and then I was hired by Accenture which is the federal contractor um, and i was just able to start working there and really get my running start and they've really been a great company um to encourage and supporting myself and yeah
0: one of the things that that made us proud and you're gonna hear me use that term a lot today one of the things that made us proud is that you were recruited while you were still in college. They didn't wait for you to come out. You didn't go through that whole process. What was that like to realize you're good enough to be sought after, and you haven't even fully spreaded your wings yet? What was that like for you?
9: That was amazing. Um, We were talking, AJ was talking about scholarships and that whole process. Um, When I went, when I was applying for colleges, I didn't receive a scholarship. And I was in a intense high school program. Um, so being able to get a job offer in my first half of my senior year was amazing. I feel like my hard work finally paid off.
0: And you and you worked hard. I I, I, I know that for a fact. You you worked hard. And and before we turn this thing really, really loose and and get into it here over the next few minutes. What would you say to kids who are in 10th, 11th, and 12th grade right now about preparing for their success? Because I know for a fact you started looking at your success in the seventh grade. I, I remember it. Uh, and I remember the first time you got to see you, you about lost it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Darian, she had she had a meltdown. And 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 the thing was, Drew doesn't complain. I've never heard Drew complain a day in her life. That's not what she does. Uh, she didn't do it as a child, and she doesn't do it as a woman. But on this day, she said, "I need y'all help." She she knew there was a grade that was being kept from her. And she's never come out and said, I want y'all to get involved in this. Uh, what would you say to those kids that are in that prime right now for creating their habits and and that's going to help them get to the results they want? What would you say, Drew, to them?
9: So I would even talk to kids younger than that. Um, wow. What I would tell my little brother when he was younger is that, you have to do well in middle school because the middle school in your grades determine the high school and the curriculum that you go into and the high school and curriculum you go into determines the college and the like or whatever workforce military it all det- it's all bleeding into each other so mm-hmm. I just think when you're in high school, you should think about what your plan wants to be, what your plan is, and what you want your plan to be. Whether it is going to a four-year institute, or if it's going into the military, or joining Job Corps, or just going into the workforce, you should have that plan, and you should work towards it.
0: Well, I'm gonna say this, and I know you got a question, D. This is exactly, Drew, what my good friend said, I believe it was two weeks ago when we had the principal on from uh, Georgia, Cedric. Mm-hmm. Cedric spoke that exact thing that regardless of what you're going to do with your life after high school, whether it's go start a family, go get a job, go in the military, go to college, no matter what, you've got to have a plan. And now you just heard the same thing again. So if you're listening, regardless if you're in high school or college or job corps or, or you're going straight into the workforce, guys, if all you're doing is going in and showing up and saying, I'm here, you're probably not going to be very successful. Uh, You've got to chart and navigate what you want or you're going to have to accept what everyone else gives you.
5: And that's just a matter of fact. Brother DePaul, you had a question or yeah, a statement? I, I, look, I, the, the conversation that y'all had brought two questions to mind. First, okay. I'm going to go with the first one first. Um, the, the request for, or the, the, um, oh my goodness, I forgot. The, when they offered you the job, how did that come about? Cause I'm, I'm sure they just didn't walk on, on on campus and be like, you, you over there.
9: So it's so funny. I, my senior year came and I knew I was like, okay, I am not going back to my parents' house. no you're not was that
5: your idea or their idea
9: no it was my idea you started working on that plan early I started working on that plan my freshman year (laughs) Um, but as my husband always reminds Mm me um, I went to the career counselor I made sure my resume was up to date Mm -hmm. I attended the career fair I, made, I gave my resume to all the people that were hiring. Mm-hmm. I attended all the events that these organizations and companies were having. Mm-hmm. And I attended their interview preps mm-hmm. and made sure that I could, like this wasn't a question.
5: Right, that was. that's the story that, that a lot of people don't hear. Is that you know? Uh, Coach came on and said, "Yeah, she was offered a job uh, before she even graduated." But the story is, you went out and sought a job and acquired the job and made yourself known to the world that you wanted a job before you left school, and yeah. that that is that is as important as the fact that somebody actually said, "You're mm-hmm. who we want." Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Uh, the second one was I want to hear the story about the C, because what I, and the reason why I wanted to hear it was. Rick said that you didn't complain, you didn't step. You know, if you had a problem, you you handled it yourself. What in your memory said this is a situation where I'm gonna need some help from the people that are paying the bills? What 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 made that situation different?
9: Um, well, I think if my stories are correct, and correct me, <laughs> yeah. coach, is. Did this you one? call me
0: Co- Coach Dad? <laughs> Did you call me coach? Coach Dad. Okay. Let, let's get Darren straight real quick. For you, Mr. DePaul is coach. For her, she can call me anything she wants. <laughs> um,
9: this was was this my senior year art
0: project? Yes.
9: Okay. When so... you when I
0: had to hold your mother back.
9: Yes.
5: <laughs> All right. <Huh? laughs>
0: I no, had I'm to make sick. sure. No. Stop <laughs> talking.
5: Coach, stop talking. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's see. There's stories and stories in this, right?
9: <laughs> yes. And, and the reason I think I got them involved was because, this is the backstory. I had received an A originally. Mm-hmm. And there was not the earthquake. Of 2011, <laughs> and because of the earthquake, Is this the
8: literal earthquake. No, okay. it was an earthquake. Okay, all right, it go was ahead. a
9: natural disaster. Okay, all right. Go ahead. <laughs> and because of the earthquake, it was an art project, and it kind of collapsed and messed up. So, because mm-hmm. my project did not withstand the natural disaster, <laughs> my my A went to. It wasn't even a C. It was like a D. And, and this
0: was a project now. I want to make sure everybody understands. I remember this project well because it had taken up the entire kitchen table over a period of uh, <laughs> I don't know, six, seven, nine days. <laughs> we were eating we were eating off paper plates in the living room, man. Seriously. Great. Because you know, Drew has never and, and I wanna talk about her work ethic and you can finish your stir. Drew has never half done anything in her life. That's Mm -hmm. not her story. Not at all. Mm -hmm. I mean, she is all in. If she says, I'll do it, Mm -hmm. you can walk away. It's done. That's a, that's a work ethic that she developed herself. It didn't, maybe there was some nudging from mama and grandmama Mm -hmm. and auntie, but Drew really has an inner drive that is unusual. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I mean that not just bragging on her because she is my baby girl, but that's what she has. But go ahead, Drew.
9: No, that was it. Mm-hmm. That was it. No, and that wasn't so, it. Yeah, that's, so, the, oh, that's the meltdown.
5: So, Drew, be careful he,
0: with her. No, there. Be <laughs> with we
9: just
8: got
5: to the earthquake, and that was where she stopped.
9: Uh, so, like I said, it went from an A to a C or a D or something ridiculous. And I had to get my lovely parents mm. involved, and they had to show their colors.
5: <laughs> I don't know what she's what, talking about. What? And so, so what, the the, the project, what, when you, when you turned it in?
9: It when I a, turned it in, it was fine, and I had
5: an A. But we had to get there
0: because- No, it
9: wasn't even that. It wasn't that? I had hit graded, and after the earthquake- Oh,
0: that's right, because it didn't, it didn't survive the earthquake in school. It was in school. It was in school. And was damaged in school. school after she had gotten a grade. And so the, the teacher and mm-hmm. instructor decided, well, it wasn't earthquake proof. For real, though. For real, and wow. Now you got to remember, she's she has dedicated, like a lot of kids. Yeah. Uh, what was the name of that program? Was it the A B program? No, it was the. Uh... Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead It was girl.
9: the international baccalaureate program. Okay,
0: go on. Don't, don't
9: mm-hmm. Just shine your light, girl. We, we, well, we, no. we, we, we Did we, didn't <laughs> Here we, we just cover
0: again. this? Did we go yeah. Didn't we? Didn't
5: we hey, hey, JT, didn't we just cover this about making people say how they are proud of their own achievements hey. Because you you chose the higher end of
0: of high school academics, and and you ought to be proud of that, just as you chose the high end of college and and what you did there. Let let's skip forward. You get to college, and you decide somewhere in your first or second year, I don't want to just be a student. I want to be a dorm RA.
9: I decided that my freshman year. Why?
0: <laughs> you decided in your freshman year you wanted to be an RA? Why?
9: I honestly don't remember why exactly.
6: She liked power. <laughs> <laughs> Say it again, baby brother. She's Drew Harrison (laughs) likes power. I'm sorry. There's no other way to say it. I just,
0: I don't know if it's power as much as I know Drew knows. If she has her hands on the steering wheel, there's a great chance for success. And I think that Drew's ultimate goal is not fame or fortune as much as it is success. You know, I wonder who her coach is.
5: Hmm. Her Hmm. life coach.
9: Well, one of the things was that now that I remember, because I was a freshman. RA for three of the years including my senior year of college was that I wanted to be a mentor to the freshman females. That's right. So, make their transition a little easier.
0: And, and, and that was important for you. Why?
9: Because Drew loves the kids. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Drew loves the children. Well guys, you've been listening to My Baby Girl. My Baby Girl who is who hold on i'm getting signals and notes and everything who is a dynamic leader and someone that just keeps striving for more so we're going to take a quick break and when we come back we're going to ask you some real hard questions we're going to get this is going to get good don't y'all go nowhere you're listening to success in the evening with coach Ricky Terry and if you want to be a part of the live conversation give us a call The number is 202-299-6673. 202-299-6673.
2: Thank you for joining us, and welcome to Success in the Evening with Coach Rick Terry. He'll be sharing great music and good discussions about topics that will take you to the next level. To join the discussion, call nlgradio.com on 202. 299-6673. 2996673 In the meantime, sit back and listen to our vibe as you cruise to your next destination.
6: Perry and the flight crew. And right now, we are joined by an electric lady in the studio, my big sister, Drew Harrison. How you, how, how you doing, Miss Harrison? Mrs. 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 Mrs.
9: Harrison. Mrs.
6: Drew Harrison. I apologize. <laughs> Shouts to my big brother, Dave. Don't, I was say, don't get that wrong. <laughs> don't get that wrong. We just. Hmm? Are we just gonna jump on no, the I'm,
5: no. I'm just saying, you know, because the the you know, like when when uh, AJ got his somebody sit, sit, uh, it was going he, down yeah, in the theater. yeah So we it was going I, down I, I, I ain't trying to have theater. Dave look for none of us. <laughs> we need to make sure it's clear to everybody that's listening. That She's <laughs> off the market. She's off. She's off the market. So just enjoy her for her brain.
6: Sis, uh, I wanted to ask you how how. What is it like, you know, planning your life out? Because I I, I just always, I've known you to be someone that's, you know, continuously had, they've known at least their next step, if not three, four steps ahead. So, you know, when did you start, you know, fundamentally planning your life out? And then, you know, what was it like, you know, striving to reach each of those goals? And was there one that you, you know, you missed? So, when did I start planning? Um,
9: Probably... I started planning my... When I was in middle school, I started planning because I knew going to college wasn't an option in my house. <laughs> ow, no, you mean not going? Our not, well, yeah. not going? Not going wasn't an option, <laughs> so um, I knew I had to start planning my academics and what i wanted to do start having an idea of where or what path i'm gonna i was gonna go on so that was one aspect i knew in college i wanted to have a job out of college um and then even i had a backup plan for that it's um so always having a backup plan was a key thing i knew that if i didn't get a job Out of college, I was going to have to, well, not have to, but I was going to try to go get my master's to better myself even more. Um, So that was my next set of plans. Um, And then when I got the job at Accenture, I knew, well, by this time I wanted to be at this level. And there wasn't, there was. A point where I didn't get to that level in the in the time that I thought I would or that I wanted to mm-hmm. but it ended up working out and I got it
6: well that's that's, that's nice um, I wanted to <laughs> – well, I didn't mean it. He,
9: he, he brushed like, that up. He brushed yeah, that's yeah. yeah, That's nice. Well, that's no,
6: no. Nice. Well, that, that is a great accomplishment. I just wanted to make sure we could get into this next question because that's the more pressing one for me. Okay. Um, what was it like growing up with Coach Terry as I a mean, father? Wait a not minute. That I, oh! Wait a minute. Do we want
9: you to be honest? Now, you know what? <laughs> you know what? All <laughs> on we're rolling.
6: Since, now it's hot. Since <laughs> – <since, laughs> since the kids get to run this one I'm going to say yeah be 100% honest don't leave anything out
9: okay so
6: cut his mic off
9: (laughs) (laughs) what all the things that you all hear on the radio is all the things that we get at home the good the bad the ugly. Um, But one thing that I definitely got was the encouragement and the cheerleading from not just Coach Terry, but... Mom coach. Yes, (laughs) her too.
6: Mom coach, aunt coach.
0: Yeah.
9: Grandma
6: coach. (laughs) Grandma coach. Yeah, nanny coach.
0: Especially
9: nanny. But growing up in this such an encouraging household allowed me to never doubt myself and always know that even if I didn't achieve the goal that I wanted to I had people to support me
6: and, and you know what I'm, uh, for this one time I'm gonna call them out of name the one thing I can say pop has always uh has always done is definitely make sure that the hardest person you can give up on or the hardest thing it is to do is to give up on yourself I, I think he's always drilled that into us uh, I think it's something that it definitely took you far I'm I'm hoping it's going to or I know it's going to take me uh, to great places um and, and you know Drew, what is it like when you're sitting on that mountaintop like what do you reflect on when you sit on your individual mountaintops and say wow look I've done this I've done this I've done this H- how do you reflect
9: honestly and this is, this sounds, might sound crazy. I, I look for the next mountain. I, I reflect and I'm like, wow, like this is great. I've worked so hard for this accomplishment, but now, but then I'm like, okay, well, what am I gonna do next? What's my next goal? And actually I was trying to, I was figuring that out in my last promotion because when I first joined the company three years ago, I was like, okay, this is my goal. I'm gonna work to be consultant because then I'll have all these things available to me, all these options, Um, and I got it. And I was like, well, okay, this is great. Now what am I gonna do? And I am realizing that now I'm gonna focus on things outside of work.
0: Well, I'm gonna say this. One, I'm gonna make a professional recommendation to you and to everybody listening. There's a book by uh, Dr. Spencer Johnson, who wrote "Who Moved My Cheese." I highly recommend "Who Moves My Cheese." It is an excellent book. But who moved
9: my, my cheese? cheese? It,
0: you remember when you guys had to listen to that yes. audio version? I can still. I can still remember. <laughs> that. How many times? Do honest truth? Because you know, I know success requires that you have to. You have to dig in how many times do you remember on those long trips we often take how many times you think you heard that cuz that that that's that uh, audio book
6: not counting this summer count everything uh, well I can say for me uh, probably gonna go near eight and that's probably lowballing it because the amount of times we listen to it this summer borders on ridiculous mm-hmm. uh,
9: I heard more. You heard yeah. more. I but not more of the same, but more of different
5: chapters. Well,
9: no, different, different books. books.
5: Let me let me let me jump in for just a second here. What did you get from it, J T? What did you get from the book?
6: Uh, complacency. Don't don't buy into it. I I I definitely bought that one. Uh, brought that from the book. Uh, that's part of why you know I don't know if many of you remember. Uh, but you know a few weeks ago i did a uh, i did a segment and one of the main things i kept saying was find new mountains and you know my sister just she just repeated that so i'm glad to know she listens into the show she mm-hmm. listens to me yeah. uh but yeah no don't never get complacent always always find something else find a new challenge find find a new fish yeah. uh, all right, right. All right. Ms. Drew, what did miss
5: drew what did you get from
9: There were so many things. Yeah, pick one. I was going to say, did she sigh? Pick one. I was just thinking about all the things. Um, Yeah, I would piggyback off of Josh and say never be complacent. Yeah, definitely the complacency.
0: Well, I got a new book for you and for leaders who are, you know, you've been through Who Moved My Cheese. There's a new book out. As a matter of fact, a good friend of mine who, who has been trying to call in, uh, Dr. Courtney Hutchins, H- Hutchins, I can't even say his name. I'm sorry, Doc. Uh, I have him reading a book, and, and he fell in love with it. It's by the same author, Spencer Johnson, and it's entitled Peaks and Valleys. Guys, if, if you need a good book to read, I'm recommending this. I get no money for it. It's called Peaks and Valleys, and, and it just talks about understanding how to maximize both positions. You know, valleys are great places. A lot of people uh, think they're not. I'm telling you, there's a lot to learn in the valleys that you get to teach at the peak. And I want to talk about where you are now. We, we have a few minutes left. What is it like being a young and out front leader in corporate America and, and, and being so young? What is that like? Because I know for a fact in corporate America, There are people who I often had charge over who were much more senior than me in age and time in the company, but I was still the leader. What was that like for you?
9: So I might add, I'm a young African-American woman.
0: You got that W. (laughs) Look, you've earned that W. Your mama used to say, you got to earn that W. Girl, you've earned your W. But what was that experience like?
9: Um I mean it's a it's a growing experience. I'm still learning how to be a leader and just adjusting to corporate America because corporate America is a beast. Um but always one of f- several things, always be confident in yourself. Always have someone to give you feedback i know someone gave me a lot of feedback and gave me a lot of confidence that i worked with that was like kicked me in my butt like about hey this is what you need to do this is what you need to show so always having that person to encourage you and what else would i say Mm. Mm.
0: well here's my question when, when young people are ready to assume leadership and they're worried about the people that are more senior in the company, but I mean, you stepped in and I remember, see, I remember our conversations early in your, in your leadership. What would you suggest to a young African-American woman who is hungry, who is driven to prove themselves a lot of times people tell, especially women, just, you know, wait your turn. Just, you know, all that, you know what I want to say. <laughs> what would you say to them? Don't listen. Say it again.
9: Don't listen, and hate is going to hate.
0: Come on, Joe. <laughs> hate, hate
7: is going to hate.
0: So here's the, here's the scoop. You, you, you come out of college. You got your job. You decide. Um where you want to live you get your keys before you even graduate and and you go straight to work and then you marry your college sweetheart my son-in-law who I am you know I pray for every day I I swear he's not eating over there (laughs) David if you're listening we're gonna sneak you a
5: cheeseburger how are you gonna live with a foodie and not eat
6: what the? No, she doesn't even, a, even. That doesn't so, even make so, no, 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 sense. No, 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 no. See, no, you misunderstand. Kind of All right, so hold on, no, 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 <laughs> Go no. Go ahead. Because I've taken, I've taken trips over to that Harrison household. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, com- compound, 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 the compound, the compound. For a long while now, this is recently changed, but for a long while there was no bread. There's uh, still wow. no bread. There's still, so there, there's like bagels every now and then, right? There's, there's when
9: no, we half people. Exactly. we don't eat bagels. It's, see, there's we no don't bread. Eat bread.
6: There's no bread. There's no bread. I, I rarely eat before I go over there. There's rarely. Wow. There's no milk. There's no milk. <laughs> there's never milk. There, milk don't exist over no there. No grilled cheese. No. I don't think they do y'all do breakfast? Y'all don't do eggs, do y'all? No.
9: I have eggs. Okay. But boiled eggs.
6: <laughs> mm. <laughs>
1: Mm.
9: So what but kind, this what is kind all. are you? What, what so salad? No, she tries all the different no, no, salads no, of the no, world. No. Okay, let's see
0: what she got to say. Mm-hmm. Come on.
9: This is all about planning and caring about your health and wellness. Come on, girl. You have to eat right for your mind and body to, to be, be right. At,
0: to be at your peak performance, you've got to treat your temple as if you wanna operate maximizing your peak performance that's what she's saying Mm -hmm. and 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 this is again success does not happen by accident am I right Mm -hmm. success does not happen by accident if you have a golden rule drew for success what would your golden rule be
9: I had a golden rule for success Um, I would say always have a plan and for your plan to be smart and that's an acronym for Keep specific mm-hmm. measurable achievable realistic and time oriented and if your goal is not any of those things it's just a dream
0: i heard that say it's just a dream and and you say it's specific, which is again?
9: It's specific. Okay. So you know I'm <laughs> from South Carolina. No. What Just. what do you want your what do you want to accomplish in your goal? Okay. That's what you're answering when it means specific. When it's measurable, it's how much how many, how you're gonna measure your success. Mm-hmm. Um, achievable. How can you accomplish this goal? Realistic means it has to be realistic. you, like, you can't say you're gonna you be a brain say, surgeon. You can't say I'm gonna lose 100 pounds in a month.
0: You can't do that. <laughs> that's
9: not realistic. I, but,
0: I, but wait a minute. I I was on the gram the other day, and there's a weight loss thing on the gram that says in 10 days I can drop 30 pounds. You're saying that's not realistic. That's
9: not realistic. And then it has to be time oriented. And then I might add a s so it's like smarts with the <laughs> asterisk
0: okay i thought i was bad <laughs> what you gonna add
9: it has there has to be some type of sacrifice mm-hmm. sacrifice of your time or your resources
0: let me make this easy if there is no sacrifice you'll end up sacrificing what you want mm. it's just that simple if you're not willing to make some sacrifices to move to better to move to different to move to the next level then what you want will be sacrificed. It's just that simple. There's no shortcut in it. Now, here's what I love about you. You could have easily said, I'm gonna go be on the team, do just enough to be on the team. What made you decide you didn't just wanna be a member of the team, you wanted to be a leader and you are now a leader of individuals within the organization and I know that your organization who was recently in LinkedIn's news feed uh, for diversity and, and, and that whole nine yards, they, they really challenge you guys to step up and be leaders. What do you say to those who, who haven't quite made up their mind that they want to go into leadership? What do you say to them?
9: Well, leadership isn't for everyone. Say it again. Say that
0: again. You drop the mic. (laughs) (laughs) Say that again. I mean, don't drop it because they'll make me pay for it. But say say that again.
9: Um, something that I've learned is not all managers are leaders. Lord. And. (laughs) And some managers are just meant to be subject matter experts, and they're not meant to motivate. Or work with their team or just lead at all
0: and 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 that doesn't make them bad and I'm so glad you said that that doesn't make them bad it just means it's
9: not their skill set it's
0: not their skill set and it's up to their leaders to recognize that and there's a book called good to great okay and if you're in leadership at any level you have got to read the book good to great because you can mess your organization Uh, up by having the right people in the wrong seat and and you've got to know how to adjust that even when it's uncomfortable you've got to have the right people in the right seats and as a leader you've got to know when it's time to pull the bus over and say guess what as we talked about with AJ um, this isn't the right bus for you but I know the captain of the next bus and I'm gonna introduce you Again, I think that's what good leaders do. They don't just give totally up on people. They put them on a different path, a different uh, place. I had a young man that worked for me who is now uh, into real estate and, and and everything, and he's doing day trading. He worked for me in Corporate America in the security industry, and it didn't take long, Drew, to look at him and go, you know what, you're good at what you're doing, but this isn't where you belong. Really good leaders push people to the next level what pushed you to the next level drew or who airtime costs
9: money <laughs> <laughs> um well i know i always like i said growing up in the household that i did having a coach as a father was um it, it was a mama. natural just wanting to move up and motivate, knowing that, no, I'm, like, being average or mediocre isn't an option, or I don't want that as an option.
0: And that was key. No matter how much we as parents, and, and I want to tell you, your mom, she rules our house because she knows what she wants her family to look like, and... and Her love and her determination for you, I can see it every day. I want you to know that. I hear it. I see it in how you conduct yourself, not just now, but throughout your entire life. Uh, You've molded your career, and, and one, I'm proud of you, but two, it's a model for other young people to follow. Here's the question. You've accomplished all the things. You've been promoted twice in corporate America. You are a proven leader. What's next?
9: another promotion there's always promotions, but that's that's in the work and I think um,
5: how did you find out what the next promotion is supposed to be I mean you 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 have to know like you said you have to have a target to shoot for how did you go about finding what the next target
9: was I'm still looking for the next target I'm still looking so how
5: how are you going about finding it then? That's the next question.
9: Well, if I'm honest... Um, <laughs> Which you better be. No, 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 at this
5: point, start lying, okay? <laughs> You've been too truthful. <laughs>
9: I'm probably doing a manager's job at a consultant level, so...
0: <laughs> Ooh, they gonna get you. Hey, call, call out what you want, girl. Well, see, here, look, say it and make it plain. Hey, she knows she know, she know where she comes from. Okay. Hey, here's a here's a real question. Wait, did the last one get answered? She did. Okay. I know Did right. you feel like you answered? She shook her head for those listening. Okay. <laughs> you worked for a prestigious African American organization for a while. Asala. First, tell people what Asala is. Do you remember? It's the study of African American history. Uh, They do great things, and they they keep us connected with our history. And you were always there. Every summer, sometimes during the school, uh, you always put in the work. What was that like, knowing you were working in history?
9: It was a great opportunity to be at such an important African-American nonprofit. I can say that working at ASALA was one of the reasons why I got into PMO, which is HR, the HR of consulting. Um, And it was just, it was a great opportunity to learn like the ins and outs of a business, um, to be around people that have been, that have graduated from HBCUs, and I'll come in again and talk about the importance of HBCUs. That's what you really want to talk about. <laughs> I will get on my soapbox and talk about the importance. The
0: importance of it.
9: Um, because it's so great to see or be around or to have so many African Americans doing great things. And that's what Asala was.
0: Okay. Well, here, here's a quick question uh, that came in on the, uh, on the email side. And if you guys ever want to ask a question after the show or even before the show, send us the email to Rick T at onedonorth.com. The question was, were there any organizations that you participated with that helped build your confidence going into your career? And I remember a couple that you did. You know uh, back in the day, was there any of them that stuck out in your mind?
9: The 4 H, um, I don't know if it was the organization or club or 4 H, the, the mm-hmm. and then a city on the hill
0: that was up in Baltimore, right? Yes, at Notre Dame. Yes, that was. Uh, I, I remember the political part of that. You studied government, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, and y'all had this whole government thing. It was thing.
9: Christian based. Yeah, but
0: it was, it. y'all still had a government.
9: That was another one.
0: That was another one. You, <laughs> you participated in a lot. What can I say? I'm just, well, here we go. We're getting ready to close out. Guys, uh, I've had my daughter here today who is a, um, a team leader uh, and moving into management, I hope, right? At Accenture, however that flow is, you're leading people. It's a flow, right. And and she's doing great things. And the one thing that that both of my guests talked about was having the confidence to move forward. Baby girl, I want to thank you for coming in. It meant a lot to me to have both of my children with me today. I hope to have all of them on the radio with me uh, at one point or another. This makes your daddy feel real proud. If nothing else ever happens, this is a moment I will forever be proud of. I love you, baby.
9: Love you. Oh, and
10: just like the river I've been running ever since. It's been a long, a long time coming, but I know a change gonna come. Oh, yes, it will. It's been two!
0: Well, I hope you like today's message. And if you have a comment or suggestion you would like to leave, just hit the record button. We'll listen to it. And if it's something we can play over the air, I promise you we will. Until then, remember, join us every Monday from 5 to 7 p.m. on NLGRadio.com. That's NLGRadio.com every Monday from 5 to 7 p.m., and you'll get a chance to join in with the flight crew and our special guests. We'd love to have you. And if you're a first-time listener, please let us know. Give us a call. Our call-in number is 202-299-6673. My name is Coach Ricky Terry, president of One Due North, and I am your coach.